All right, another date, another episode. How far is too far? Follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And today we have a very interesting subject, something that I feel like everybody has got to know at some point in their life, whether you're growing up now or whether you're already grown, whatever the case may be, real estate, you know, that's a big step. That's probably like your first big commitment into your, you know, one of the first steps into adulthood. And today we have a very special guest that's going to help us out with the subject, uh, real estate agent himself. Ladies and gentlemen, Mickey, what's up, dude? How's it going, y'all? I'm back in Brantford for the last about year and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was out in Toronto for a little episode. Yeah. How was that life? Talk to me. Toronto life was, uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. It, was, it was a great year to be there. Yeah. The Raptors won the championship, Jeez. you know. Yo, you got to be part of that, like, ride on time oh right there fun and story like i actually like drove from Brantford at like one in the morning no way to just yeah to catch like that hype it was funny because like at the time i was still like you know trying to be a youtuber or whatever and i tried to like film a little vlog but like the people i was with was kind of whack so it didn't really <laughs> happen and my battery died like five minutes in no so. but like i have like what probably like five ten minutes of footage oh that's just to, just to remember the night but it was nothing crazy oh, anyway it was it was uh it was awesome man i never in my wildest dreams thought that the raptors would ever be in the situation Bro. to win a championship and just as you like live in toronto yeah the year i come there you know Kawhi decides to come so i'm like okay <laughs> the guy was following you you owe him money <laughs> he followed me you know uh i didn't quite get a chance to uh get my feet that wet in real estate and offer him some free, free properties but <laughs> by the time uh he's done with these waste ass clippers uh i'll have some lined up for him uh, honda 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 talk to me brother how you been i feel like i haven't seen you in like i don't know like 1500 years almost oh man anything new any changes anything good coming up how's the market treating us talk to me so the the market is uh the market's explosive it's quite explosive right now so i feel like is that a good thing or a bad thing you know it's a good thing and it's a bit of a bit of a questionable thing you know for first-time buyers yeah i'm finding they're having a hard time uh you know when you're buying a house for the first time it's not like you're expecting to have to go up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars above yeah. the asking price yeah it just logically doesn't really make any sense no i mean all the opposite like honestly when i got into buying this house yeah i thought i was gonna buy under asking which i did luckily yeah. i i hassled them but like i it was it never crossed my mind talking about oh i'm gonna have to you know overpay yeah like that shit just blows my mind and then you know this market right now you know you hear a lot of like you see a lot of posts you, you know from guys like you like oh sold over asking like pro are you kidding me like it's like going to walmart and just telling Walmart like hey this is three dollars i'll give you six yeah like why <laughs> like what is the where does that idea come from what is that like because I, I feel like that's just like a buyer's technique i guess to like secure the property like where does like how does this become a need to do this in order for me to purchase a house? So first things first is, especially these days, the number of listings even compared to the month of November. Yeah. Because December is usually a slow month. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll keep that one as a throwaway. Okay. But not really a throwaway. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so compared to November, there was about thirteen thousand 
and a half listing. So you can say 13,500 to maybe 13,700. Don't quote me exactly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. around that rough range. Yeah, right. And uh, in the month of January or December, we had about 7,000. Okay. So we saw just from the uh, one month and now that's kind of merging into this month here. Yeah. That's like cut in half. So the interest rate also dropped as well. Okay. People are getting the lowest interest rates they could even imagine in their lifetime. Like right now. Like right now. What? So so some people are able to get, you can say around 1.5 to 2% as their interest rate. Wow. And that's a pretty solid interest rate. That's fucking lit. I think I'm at four, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> but And again, I, I bought, I bought what? I think this is year four. Yeah. So I sh I feel like I have one more year till my term comes up. Maybe at that at that point, like I'll renegotiate, cause that'll help, bro. Absolutely, bro. All the way down to fucking one percent, bro. Two percent. Yeah, and um, <sighs> like it's four percent. Even it's it's really high compared to what this is right now. Yeah. Comparatively, but if bro. if we go back to like the '90s and the '80s, yeah, yeah. Some people that I speak to on a daily basis mm -hmm. tell me their first house they had to buy and pay like 19% interest. What? So the? when I tell them like one percent, <laughs> they're fucking like, fucking they, they think I'm on like drugs or something. They're like, yeah, you have yeah, to be yeah. kidding me, son. Like you can't expect me to believe that. And I was like, I'm. I'm, I'm I joke around, serious. you know I me. Mean? I joke around, so I yeah, say, yeah. "Well, I'm a professional realtor. I'm not a professional joke arounder." So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking crazy. So, for what I'm understanding, you know that demand of you know having to overpay is whatever is very relevant to the time of the year. It's 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 the what's around. So when there's less listings in the market, yeah, and there's an increased number of buyers. These buyers absolutely, it's like a home, right? Like yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not thinking about it because we have homes that we're living in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for these guys, you know, they're, they're paying rent, which isn't in, in the detached house market. Yeah. It isn't going low like it is in the apartment okay. market for the rentals. All right, all right, all right. I see, I see what you mean. So, so you know, at, at a certain point, the market becomes a place where there's not a lot of houses, but there's a lot of buyers. Yeah. So I it becomes a, a bit of a seller's market. Yeah. Okay, so now basically I have to fight buddy over here for yeah. that one house because yeah. there's not another one like that one. Wow, that's quite interesting. So we find the trend is um, one people are listing the prices a little bit lower yeah. than probably what they what they should be, which isn't it's it's not like a set yeah, rule yeah, yeah. that it has to be listed at this specific value. But if everybody's listing it a little bit lower, that kind of becomes the market listing value. Yes, but you can't look at a home now. And say that's and, what they listed it at. Inspect it and expect that. to pay that. Wow, that's crazy. So depending on what you're looking to do, mm -hmm. obviously, like I have a lot of different techniques and strategies that yeah, I use yeah. for for people. Like if somebody tells me like, yeah, I'm okay to get into a bidding war up to a certain amount, yeah, then I have a dedicated strategy for that. But if they say, you know what, this I don't what really I want. want to get into a bidding war, then I have another strategy like for your like for yourself uh, getting the house under asking price. Yeah, I was able to help a friend of mine get a house Did for they? under asking price in like a hot market. So we had I had like different ways to go around it. So really. It, it's about the right fucking agent. Absolutely. Wow. But See, like, for example, I found this house, not my agent. Yeah. And it, it, I don't know exactly how it works, but he basically has had to talk to somebody for this house to become part of his, like, portfolio so he could sell it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, 
and there was a lot of back and forth in between like the, the the agent that was actually selling this house and him there was a lot of like budging and not budging especially because you know we weren't trying to give them what they were asking yeah i got it for like 40 less than what they asked that's awesome bro like they they wanted they wanted 360 i got it i got it for 320 and that was like four four years ago and if you even look like uh at the value it's oh man at, at least on like without even asking you how many bedrooms or bathrooms yeah, yeah. it's at least gone up double wow with like that, without the... even asking or looking around just from knowing the area and uh everything that wow. i'm researching and, and uh yeah, listings yeah. that i'm getting as well it's it's uh it's it's a no-brainer man like especially in, in wow. real estate people are, are throwing money into things like game stock right yeah, yeah yeah and they want to ride the wave yeah there's a giant wave going on right in front of us right now For, in real in estate, real estate. Yeah, so imagine you have a couple like somebody who's been just sitting there and saving and saving and saving and saving and saving there's quite a number of people doing that yeah they accumulate like two hundred thousand dollars in savings and yeah. they look at the rate of interest and let's say they see um, potential for a rental. Okay. They put that in real estate, buy up a home, maybe rent it out for six months to a year. The price goes up in, in one year. Mm -hmm. They flip it. If it's not quite what they like, they then keep they're... renting it out. How do you make money into like renting a property? Because, you know, sometimes I sit down and I say, well, you got a mortgage, you got the the utilities even though like nowadays like most landlords don't include the utilities like yeah you, you, you take care of that but at the end of the day like how do you make money because usually a mortgage depends on the home of course but like you know let's just say a fair price of like about like 12 13 1500 oh that's um, a that's a blessed price man no way yeah that's where i'm at that's awesome bro you know like it in that price mm -hmm. you know I don't know a lot of people who are renting even in that amount, like a house. Right. Bro, yeah, like a house, they probably rented like, you know, three bedroom or whatever. It's like 3000 a month or 4000 a month. Yeah, even even if it's on the lower end and 2000 something. Yeah. Still a couple hundred dollars profit is made. Wow. And it doesn't cost that much for the utilities or whatever that, mm -hmm. that's being paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in some cases, I have had some clients who bought places and they've had... Uh, potential client uh like tenants come in mm -hmm. and give them a year of rent up front so if wow, somebody gives okay, you a year okay, yeah, of rent yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah, you yeah. just like so then I, I joke around with those guys and i'm like you'd say realtors make a lot of money but for me what? i want everybody to eat yeah I want everybody to have so, so much money to be had right so, here so what's the average like profit on like uh just a basic property you know the two three bedroom whatever single single family home for rent like what do you think the average person that wants to like invest in that market is profiting every month so it depends on a couple of things some people have paid their homes off okay so they're just profiting the entire thing i'm an investor i'm gonna i'm gonna buy a house yeah and not live in it i'm just gonna rent it yep um, that mortgage that mortgage belongs to me yep what am i making so let's say you put something like 20 percent down which is yep. a very sizable amount okay it's not um, out of the world to make up to $500 a month. Okay. If you put a little bit less, yeah, then your mortgage will go up. Or so, higher. So you're, okay. So it all depends on the investment itself. Yep. So how do you, okay. That so makes sense. If people are creative with their money, mm -hmm. like for instance, if, if let's say we'll call a man X 
and uh, his tenant Y. Yeah. And tenant Y gives landlord X the full year of rent up front. Yeah. Now, tenant X can just keep that. Yeah. And and uh, use it to just keep paying the mortgage. Okay. Or he can take that, invest it into something, make that then, grow as wow, well too. That's crazy. So you know, it depends how creative and yeah. it depends how how man you got to have some big balls to take these kind of yes, risks, yes, man. I want hundred percent. Like you know, we're not talking about you know ten k, fifteen k. We're talking about hundreds, of hundreds thousands of thousands of dollars, man. Yeah, like. So bro. you know, some people are just opportunistic. Some people are very uh, so really, detailed. It just it just takes some balls at the end of the day. Yeah, like, you know, um, interesting that you mentioned earlier about the whole GameStop situation. There is a whole lot of new millionaires yeah. with this whole situation going on. And I feel like something that a lot of people, like I've been to the whole process and I'm not going to lie. It's not fun. Yeah, it's not a, it's not it's, a fun it's process. Not, it's not fun at all. And uh, stressful as a motherfucker. It could take a day. It could take three months. It doesn't, it, there is no way to size it out. You know, buying a house, you could find a house you like and maybe something's wrong or, you know, your pre-approval was okay, but the actual approval wasn't. There's a whole bunch of different um, uh, things to take into consideration before, like, you actually get to purchase a house, before, you yeah. know, the keys are in your hands. Now, there is nowhere in education that teaches you this. You graduate high school, college, whatever. Nobody, there is not a single subject on how to buy a house. You learn math or you can, you, you, you can do math, that's fine. But there's not a, like, I feel like it's trial and error. And I feel like a lot of people are very ignorant, you know, when it comes to the subject. And, you know, now that we have the situation going on that, you know, there's a, a lot of new millionaires. Let's just pretend like I'm one of them. Okay. I'm 19 years old. Uh, I put my money on GameStop. It blew up this year. I just turned 19. I got a million dollars. How do I buy a house? So if someone comes up to me, mm -hmm. I want to talk to them about, forget real estate first. I want to talk yeah. to them about what's your goals in life. Okay. See where the home falls in place of those goals. Okay. Give them what the reality of purchasing a home is. Okay. And let them know, you know, like you have a mortgage, you have to be, because you're 19 years old, man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you get a bunch of money out. in your bank account. Yeah. You know what you're thinking of? You're thinking of going to the club, popping bottles. You like, know what? I'm a smart kid. Yeah. I want to, I want to reinvest that money. Okay. But I want a house like now. Okay. I don't have nowhere to live. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to live with my mom anymore. And now I'm, I'm a fucking millionaire. So far yeah. I'm self-sustainable. What are you talking about? So I don't want to live at home anymore. I want yeah. a house right now. How do I buy a house? Like what, like, like, how do I, like, what, what's it going to take for me to maybe not keep the whole million dollars, yeah. but keep like 70% of my million dollars for me to reinvest. And that 30, I'm willing to invest in a new house. Okay. So that's what well, I would say in that situation mm -hmm. is it sounds like the most important thing is the money aspect. Yeah. And we want to make sure that you have an understanding of what's coming out of your pocket yeah. every single month versus um, options of having more down payment versus okay. less down payment. So what I would do is if you don't have a person that you're comfortable with your mortgage, mm -hmm. I would give you one of my connections for a mortgage. Okay. You can speak with them. I keep people with my team on a same energy level. Yeah. 
that because I want to make sure that they're doing a good job. The worst thing is, you know, like in a real estate transaction, that happened, that happened to me. It's just horrible, man. You that don't know to what's going to happen. Like, like if, my realtor and my broker, yeah. two different people, bro. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. They have fucked, to be on the bro. same page. Like you don't understand. Like I ended up being my own broker. That's, that's just too much work for you, man. Like that guy pre-approved me. And yeah. when, uh, luckily with, the we signed it over with a condition. Yeah. And then he couldn't get it up. He couldn't get the mortgage approved. So like, stressful, man. Bro, I got like five fucking days, bro, to come up with this money. Yeah. And, bro, I don't know what happened. I ended up going to, uh, what's his place downtown? Right beside Envy. Uh, neighborhood Credit Union. Okay. I don't even know why I was there. And the, the person that was helping me. I'm talking to them like, yo, I'm so stressed out about this, this, and that. And they're like, well, uh, have you looked into getting a mortgage through us? And I'm like, no, but like, I'm I'm really desperate right now. Like, I'll do anything. It was, interest rate was less than what my original broker was going to give me. And they approved me that, t- that same day. Wow. That same fucking day. I was there at 10 a.m. I got out. I got out of there with a mortgage at 12. See, and imagine if you had someone whatever it is on the same page as realtor x bro right because in the in the in the crazy part was like he's looking at my credit rating and all that shit and he's like i don't understand why he can't approve you yeah that's that's like, absolutely it, ridiculous it was it was fucked bro and the thing and the, and the crazy thing about it was like i don't know i don't know if you're familiar but like there's something it's kind of like a limit on like how many times like how many institutions you could try um to get a mortgage with like you know you as a broker like yeah there's there's a certain many times that you could try and this guy like had exceeded them all like he tried like three times with td like how many however many times oh, was so, and, and oh like, man and it was just messy and this guy's like apologizing to me and i'm like yo buddy are you gonna give me my down uh because he was a five five thousand dollar down payment to like yeah. put to put the offer down yeah i'm like are you gonna give me my five thousand back don't fucking apologize to me Anyway, Gary from motherfucking um, neighborhood credit unit. Shout out to you, buddy. I got a house. <laughs> I got a house before, because of you. Gary, give me give me a call, man. I got some tough, difficult cases coming up that bro, I might need get, you for. Get, Gary, Gary's a plug, bro. That's Gary, awesome. The, the, uh, and I tell you, I went in there at 10. I, I couldn't tell you why, bro. It was like, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't even have a fucking account. It was one of those things like I had to do couple errands and I just ended up there for whatever reason. Yeah. And the person like the teller's talking to me and just talking to her, just venting because like I'm fucking hopeless at this point. And then she's like, "Oh, we try to get it. Oh, let me pull you through like our mortgage or whoever, blah blah blah, director Gary someday. Two hours, bro. Yeah. Go wow. go, go get your house, bro. Stop stressing. That was it. I I struggle more because like my. And I even want to talk shit because, like, the guy's close to me. Yeah. But, like, uh, my realtor low-key fucked up. Moving day, my fucking U-Haul is outside in the driveway. The keys are nowhere to be seen, bro. Like, I went to the to the lawyer place. That's yeah. where you're supposed to get the keys. Uh, they gave me that next set of keys, whatever. I come into the house. None of, these keys, none of these keys work, bro. So, I called my realtor. I'm like, yo, these are not the keys. I was freezing outside. It was, like, middle of January, bro. No. And... Probably like 45 minutes later, the the previous owner of the house themselves come. Like, yo, oh I'm sorry. God. I gave them the wrong key, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I gave me the key. See, the thing with, like, buying a house, it has to be, like, 
I know I said before it can be a very difficult uh, difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. If not everybody's on the same page, yeah. then it's very, very difficult because you have so much trust first in your realtor. Oh, bro. Then you have to have the same level of trust in the mortgage person because they're handling your finances, which is some serious shit. That's like number one. And then you have to have another level of trust for the lawyer. All it takes is one, one fuck up. One fuck up. And everybody's like uh, Don't know what patching up everything. Like, So for me, I have a bunch of mortgage guys that I trust that I trust when I go to get my mortgage, right? Yeah. So if I trust them with my stuff, I would, especially for like a like a person like you that's like close with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want them to have to like that. That's so stressful, man. Like you wow. lose hair, like you lose sleep. Bro, like, like you don't understand. Like for after I put the five thousand down, because like you know they they accepted my offer and everything. Yeah. I put the five thousand. It was like crunch time, and I did not know what to do, bro. You know, lawyer already had their money. Yeah. Um, it was just like, okay, we got everything. Where is the mortgage? So for, <laughs> for me, it's like, because, you know, it's, it's a serious thing. And I want to, I take as much of the pressure yeah, on yeah, me yeah. because yeah. I don't want the client, client's going to always have uh, something oh. to think about, whether, whether it's like yeah, you're, you're this amazing. versus that. So I want to take that pressure Yeah. because honestly, pressure builds diamonds, man. So <sighs> if I can handle that pressure, then it's not pressure for me anymore in the future because yeah. I will have, well, and I've you, had you experiences have, have now experience. too. Yeah, I know, bro. To like, handle that. It was, it was kind of tough due to the fact that, um, when I saw myself in that situation, everybody was like, well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> oh man, I know. And like, it, I, it was like, you either come up with the money or you don't like, what's it going to be? You know, and it shouldn't it, feel like because for me, it's like we we're going to succeed together mm-hmm. or we're going to fail together. But whatever it is, I'm right here, I'm right by you. your wow. side. If it's like going to fuck up, I'm going to be the one to front something or, or do something. But if it's here to succeed, then I want you to succeed way more. Yeah. Yeah. And because oh, this is like, it's an exciting thing. This is like if you can get into real estate at the right kind of time. Yeah. You can create generational wealth. Oh, 100 percent. And you can set your 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 yeah. uh your kids and your grandkids your kin, and, and your those, kin. those kids up for for mm-hmm. life now nah, man you are a great motherfucking agent <laughs> and i haven't even bought a house from you but just the fact that you know the way you speak how you say like yo i want to take that pressure away from me like let me handle that shit yeah that's great bro because like at that moment again i feel lucky more than anything that yeah. I, I found gary out of the grace of god bro Cause I I did not know nothing about no Gary. Yeah, Gary, Gary literally showed up and saved my fucking life. He's your Gar- Gary D and Angel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro. But like, you know, so back to that whole scenario with the kid that wants to buy the house, nineteen years old. So most likely, I won't be able to get a mortgage at that age. No, if you have a million dollars, all you really need for a mortgage is a bunch of money. So. So the, so how does how how would that work out? Like nineteen years old, you just broke into credit. Yep. This is gonna be my first anything. Yeah. You know, before that my parents were paying for my phone. Yep. I'm able to get a mortgage. You're working or you just have a million dollars in your bank um, account? Um well um 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 I trade in the uh stock market. If there is enough money, mm-hmm. it can be figured out and it can be really? taken care of. So literally like basically like that million dollars, basically like collateral. Yeah, because, you know, it's 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 weighed in versus your um your uh, what is it? Your debt. 
Okay. And at 19 years old, how much fucking debt do you really have at 19 yeah, years yeah, old, yeah, man? Yeah, like, you're, yeah, yeah, you're just yeah, the youth, yeah, man. Like, you, yeah. if you got debt at 19, man, like, you probably shouldn't even be thinking about buying a house. Yeah, you should be thinking yeah. about clapping you're, that debt down, it, man. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> wow. No, see, that's great. I, I thought for some reason, with most things, yeah. you kind of have to have some credit history. And 19-year-old, you're just starting your life. You know, and you just became an adult. So as long as the 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 motive is right and the 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 stars align, yeah. For me, I believe a lot in like positive energy. Yeah. So I try to be as positive as possible because this is like a cruel cruel world with COVID and, and other things going on. So it takes like 10, 20 times of positivity to outweigh the negativity. That's like something heavy uh, that I I believed like last year and going yeah. forward. Fuck, bro. That's so. I'm so happy. Like you know, you have people like you and not only like you're here offering these services to the world like you're my friend like i'm yeah. so happy that i know somebody like you oh man i appreciate that like, man it's fucking i'm amazing, blessed to bro. have a friend like you man yeah. <laughs> hopefully anyway <laughs> um when it comes to is there like a good time in the year where like you would say you know what if you're looking to buy a house you should probably look into from here to here typically so this market is is insane mm-hmm. <laughs> any time is a good time because you just got to get it before it keeps going up okay but in a typical like a little bit uh slower market mm-hmm. i would recommend usually december okay. to like february or march all right because people aren't wanting to go look in as uh colder months drive around yeah and um, the- and, and during christmas and things you know things start to settle down so usually even like rents in toronto were a little bit cheaper when they were really really expensive okay and even this uh time coming around they went like they dipped pretty low like okay pretty low <laughs> now what's your like area like uh, like if i wanted to move out to brampton yeah are you able to find me a house oh, in brampton absolutely man so brampton do- brampton's no problem man <laughs> so like what like how, do, how does it work exactly like in terms of like where is like where am i able to ask you for example yeah to find me a house so it depends how far your agent's willing to go okay. and for the right person i'll go the right like distance right so depending um where we're looking typically like i try to keep it i'm i'm young yeah, yeah, <laughs> i love yeah. driving i love exploring new places okay. so i like to tr- see if there's like new opportunities oh, so, so, so i go two hours out any direction north east west, west south where? whatever northwest north whatever you want like so so it's all willingness like yeah, you gotta be hungry, man. If th- this is this is a business that you can't just sit around yeah, and expect yeah, yeah. people to just hand you um, dollars, hand you their their listings. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to show that you're 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 um, energetic. You have to show that you're what your motives are, what your intentions yeah. are. You have to be like a genuine person to have like this kind of su- like success so, moving forward. So really, you know, if whoever's watching this, whoever's listening to this. They want to get a hold of you and they're in, you know, the southern Ontario area, but they want to move out, you know, east of Ontario. Yeah. Not an issue. Not an issue. Wow. And, you know, for some reason, I was under the impression that there was some sort of like um, boundary or uh, jurisdiction. No, man, I just I just call it laziness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's crazy because he like um, there was a few agents that would recommend it. Like when I was looking at houses, yeah, but like they were like in you know Mississauga, even a few of them were in Hamilton, yeah, and they wouldn't come to Brantford. 
they were like oh no you know i, I specialize on the on the hamilton market area type shit you know uh, hamilton greensby whatever blah 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 and i'm like all right you know so-and-so recommended you but like you know sucks whatever and then oh you know this girl um she worked at uh, gym machine rada okay her her boyfriend hopefully they're still dating i'm not sure <laughs> i haven't talked to her in a minute i don't know either but um she uh that was my rosa agent Oh, her boyfriend? Her boyfriend. Oh, he seemed like yeah. a pretty nice... I've never actually met him, but, like, yeah. I've seen, like, pictures, and, and she was pretty nice to me. Like, I thought... Yeah, no, dope, dope fucking dude, man. Yeah. Like, he hooked it up for real. Again, I got this 40 less than they were asking. Yeah. So, I couldn't be more grateful. Um, again, I didn't know, like, you know, he did recommend... Him. He was the one that recommended me that dumbass fucking broker. Oof. But... Um, <laughs> yeah no that's that, tough that guy he was either new or something he he fucked me hard like and and he's a and he's a crazy part he pre-approved me for like four something yeah and i'm like i don't want to farm a thousand dollar house no way at yeah. the time i'm like i couldn't afford that mortgage like no fucking way i'm like at most 380 yeah so i bought way under of the pre-approval and I couldn't still get approved through him. No, that I don't. I don't like to throw anybody or step on anybody's toes. So I'm just gonna say that's quite unfortunate, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really happy you found Gary, man. Yeah, bro. Fuck, man. You know, at the time you weren't doing this. No, no, no. Yeah. I understand. Don't worry, it, bro. You gotta buy a house, man. Like it's, it's. You're not just gonna buy one house it's, and just like. Oh, <laughs> and see, for me now, like. Um, because I'm kind of like reading into, you know, uh, entrepreneurship and all this stuff. And, you know, I want to get into that. And talking about entrepreneurship, you know anything about wholesaling? I actually did mess around with a little bit of wholesaling back in the day, does maybe it, a couple years ago. Does it does it really work? It seems to be very effective in, uh, in America. Does it really work in Canada? You, I could compare it to any any kind of like when you buy something, right? Like yeah. when you buy a house, when you buy a bunch of shares of something, when you buy uh, anything that yeah. you expect to go up in value, right? Yeah. So for that, I would say if you can get at the right price per unit cost, your margins are up to you. And depending, you know, like how smart you can be about it, people get too greedy okay. for wholesaling. It's, it's about the, the volume at which you put out. So I had tried a couple of ventures, but you know, I just, I was doing too many things. I was working uh, at Rogers and TD. Yeah, yeah, I was doing oh, my yeah, real yeah, estate yeah, exams. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, I, I didn't just didn't, I didn't feel like I was pulling my weight. So I didn't want to continue doing it unless I'm putting my like weight forward and, and uh, putting a good effort in it. But so it was something that you had to like, kind of like, you gotta, you gotta focus on it. Off. And, yeah. So I don't doubt one day that I can do it. Yeah. I have a lot of friends and a lot of people and a lot of uh, cool individuals that I've met when I worked in like uh, Rogers and in, in uh, corporate in Toronto, yeah, 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 that have really like had a big success doing like drop shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even um, I had a couple of times where like I had purchased a couple of items on a skid. Yeah. And then I had sold them, and I had found that there was a hot ticket item in there that each per unit was worth like a hundred and twenty dollars at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sold it for like eighty bucks or seventy five bucks. I just made some quick money. Yeah. Made up my money from those things and then sold everything else for like little to nothing. True. So, so, you know, you can get creative with that kind of stuff, but 
it's like you have to keep looking you have to kind of move yeah, forward gotta, it's like you gotta be invested it's like i have to get my uh my like my main source of income down pat and then really be uh having a system down there yeah and then in my spare time then i'll mess around with stuff like that see for me like i'm 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 very cautious like i don't i recently just like started like gambling and shit like i've always been scared shitless of yeah. anything that doesn't give me like a straight answer like a, i think like i'm a little ocd like i don't i don't i don't believe in fucking maybes i fucking hate it <laughs> but um you know then i i grew this like passion for like the the trading market and stock market and you know wall street basically and i kind of been stepping out of my comfort zone when it comes to that stuff um one dream of mine is to like know or learn like amazon fba because it sounds like a sweet oh, wow. deal sounds like a sweet fucking deal you just pay the money which is pennies you don't ever get to see the product so you don't get to do no labor and wh whoever buys it at whatever price and you just get the margins that's a no-brainer like right <laughs> right so that's what i'm like that's too easy there's no way but then you know you got to take it into perspective like you know how many sellers in amazon and why out of a thousand people selling this phone yeah why are they gonna buy yours from your store right so um it's a lot of shit into that and you know the process is a little tedious maybe but i really I, I would go through the struggle if i had the right mentorship but the problem is is you know the the getaway theory you know you find somebody on facebook youtube whatever and they trying to teach amazon fba for example and it's it is not to help you that is their getaway yeah this is how they stop doing that because they want to make money from something else they, they not necessarily they just tired of that or maybe they're yeah they grew tired they, of it they're just tired of that they just they you know they they love the the whole thing they passionate about it but at the end of the day, they don't want to keep doing it. They want to quote unquote retire. So now they need this like autopilot money. How do you put your money on autopilot? Well, let's teach you shit. Let's, oh, let somebody else do the, the work for you. Yeah. So, you know, I might be a little bit biased, but I definitely think if you have quite a bit of money saved up, the best way to put it on autopilot mm -hmm. is to invest in a rental property. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, that's put it up automatic. for rental. That, that's, you know, the more you, you stack up, you're, you're paying off your uh, your mortgage, yeah. and you know now you're, you've accumulated more assets. Yeah, you and can sell it and buy more you equity, can, and equity. equity you have bro. you have a lot of power. And and best thing is uh, diversification of your income. Mm -hmm. So you know stocks are a great way to diverse your income. Yeah, you know gambling in in some in some cases yeah, can be yeah, a great yeah. way if you're really good at it. Um, and uh, real estate's a great way. Your your job is also you know like these things so that in case something happens to one of them. You have uh, fruits in others to be able to pull in. Now, the problem is we get to a point just as like natural people mm -hmm. that um, material items and things don't really <laughs> fall in that category. But, you know, we need some drip. So like you got to have that yeah, drip yeah, category. Yeah, 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 too. You yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. you got to have a, ba a, a kind of like a balance for each uh, each thing. You That's what, what I think. Where I come from, uh, people would say, cover yourself till your blanket lets you. Yeah. You know, Um but um and a lot of times that's not the case we go way beyond the fucking blanket yeah and uh it's hard to come out yeah it's really absolutely hard. Man. it's really hard you know i've luckily never been in that situation um i feel like i'm smart with my money on some degree i mean for sure i'm not the smartest kid that's why i'm not rich but 
I'm not in debt either. No, you're doing so, well, man. Not everybody has, has like a home house that they're living in. So people are really right. struggling and like even just that alone is a is a blessing a, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Especially at this fucking times, you know, COVID, whatever. And you know, I'm here chilling, recording this podcast. I'm not, you know, I'm not stressing, bro. Like yeah. my my bills are paid and they will continue to be paid. Like, no fucking worries, bro. It's just you have your priorities in place. So once your priorities are in place, it's time to get the goals in check. That, that's kind of how, how if you, so for people, they have to have their priorities in check. Mm-hmm. Obviously, their mental health, their, their uh, finances and these things. And then if those are in check, you know, it, it's like uh, you got to take it one step at a time. You yeah. can't just jump up to the top because you're just going to hit a bunch of fucking stairs in the, the wall. Yeah, 100%. Now, to close this off, top five advice for anybody out there that's trying to look into buy, you know, their first home. What would you say? So I would say be smart with your money. Yeah. Don't don't have any outstanding debts. Don't have anything that you're um is like sucking your money dry. Yeah. You want to make sure that that number one, you have that safety blanket that you're sitting on. Yeah. That's probably the number one advice. Number two, I would say be smart with what you're spending your money on. Yeah. Like if you're gonna buy something, see what what's the value of that thing gonna be like in like five years. Is it really going to mean it's, the same thing an, to you? Is it expense or is it an investment? Yeah. Like, you know, it, you can justify, you know, if, if somebody wants to buy like something Gucci, yeah. you know, the Gucci thing is not going to lose value in five years. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to spend, I don't know, like you buy a bunch of dumb shit and yeah. then even three months from now, and it happens to all of us, it's like a nat- natural uh, thing. But as you get older, you start to just kind of dwindle those things away. Now, one thing that I've noticed with... Uh, buying a house is that you don't ever pay what you thought you were gonna and i feel like that is something that everybody should know yeah like even if you look at you know uh, what what's the minimum you could do on a house five five percent ten percent like yeah so in some cases up to a certain amount you can do five percent then there's some cases you can do ten percent in some cases you do twenty percent i think i did 15 yeah, you, you can do so, a combination of, so, of, uh, of a bunch of different amounts too. Yeah. It just depends what, what you feel comfortable with and, right, and right, how you want right. to pay it off. So, you know, I decided to do 15, which is a little bit over 30. Okay. Um, and that was because of that. Yeah. But like when you go into it, you got to realize that it's not going to be just that 15, bro. <laughs> no, you, so, you know, there, there's like lawyer fees. Yeah. There is a, uh, the one thing that fucked me the most and I was like, poof. Was like when I transfer the uh, the water and the uh, which you probably don't have to do. No, this is like a, at a homeowner level. Yeah. When you go transfer the fucking water and and uh, everything and into the, your name and, and to oh bro, that shit almost came up to like eight hundred bucks. And I'm wow. like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, to make sure that there is no like outstanding uh, taxes on owing on the house. That's a big one too. That you don't really get to see that up until you're like halfway in or maybe like more than halfway into buying the house you get to learn whether you know there's gonna be some tax some taxes that you know body left on behind and uh yeah hopefully like for me that wasn't the case like yeah you know my realtor was looking out for me for yeah that. like that was one of the things like i gotta make sure this and that before you know yeah you we, we even put an offer so we took the extra day day and a half to find out but don't just come with the amount of money like i i feel like it's safe to say like 
have you like an extra 10, 15,000 just in case money, bro. So what I, what I say as part of whatever, because I, I, I just tell people how I, I like it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, be like, oh, fuck, I got to go get like pull 15,000 from a line of credit yeah. and do something from here or whatever. Yeah. I, I would want to be sitting on excess funds yeah, that okay. I have budgeted for already. Yeah. So that worst case or yeah worst case scenario the money's there the money is there in case i need to grab that but always make sure that even the tiniest bit is left over so even part of the uh, person handling the mortgage mm-hmm. has to educate the uh the buyer as well that like have have an extra you know like on top of your down payment maybe up to like four or five percent on the highest of like that's the most even way more than you can expect to pay yeah anything that's left over after your lawyer fees and all that stuff Land transfer, which you get credited land, back as yeah. the first time. Well, buyer. yeah, land, land transfer. You basically, it's basically free yeah. when you when you first first time. <laughs> when, right. It's a, it's a. I know there's a different tax. Uh, Property pra- tax. Yeah. No. Um. Same land transfer tax, but uh, there's a different criteria when the house is above X price. Like I correct me if I'm wrong. Like if the house is above um, uh, half a mil, something like that, then there's a like a like a combination of like you know, kind of like five percent after. Uh, yeah. Ev- like every hundred. Yeah. So after. it goes up to like I can't remember the exact amount, mm-hmm. but it's like for the first so many thousand, it's up to 0.5%. Okay. And the next so many thousand, 1%, we'll then the it. next so many thousand, uh, after that remaining times 1.5%. Okay. And, and then they add that on top until, of- un- Until the regular taxes yeah. that you were supposed to pay. Yeah. Now, does that apply even if that's my first time? Your, uh, that, that tax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, like let's just say my first house is 800,000. It, it depends. You'll have to pay it at some, like at some variation of that. Yeah. Okay. But it would depend at what point in the year you okay. bought the house, right? Yeah, so yeah, if it's yeah, at the yeah, beginning yeah. of the year, then you're, it's the whole it's amount. Totally, yeah. But if it's partway through the year, then there's a uh, calculation that they would they, do to yeah, yeah, prorate like, that. Like prorate it. Yeah. But even that, like that, that is a rough, very rough <laughs> explanation rough. of that. Yeah. But um, that's like uh, something that, you know, like I mentioned, when I have a team of guys that I work with, uh-huh. I'm the expert on real estate stuff. Then I have the expert on law related okay. stuff who's yeah. on the same energy level, positive and, and cheerful and fun to be around. And then the mortgage guy on the same level. So if everybody has the same um, like goals in mind, it makes the process actually pretty fun. <laughs> but when you don't know like what the fuck's going on at one point, and I've had one instance where it was a lawyer who just was, was doing so much. And even then the, the buyer wasn't taking as much pressure. I was yeah. like at the gym, like taking calls and I'd be walking away <laughs> and I'm just like standing there like, pulling my hair out i'm like man like what the fuck is going on like how do you not understand even the, the mortgage person is getting involved so we had to do excess yeah. to make up for the fuck up from the lawyer side oh. bring it up and then i stopped giving that lawyer business because i don't want people to you fuck my deals up man yeah, like yeah, 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 there's yeah. people that i'm dealing with i don't want them to have to go through like stress that's not fair well and word of mouth is so important yeah. right especially for something like this and uh, like luckily the customer was super happy man like yeah. i go over and above man like uh the guy had um he was just really stressed out at the end of the day yeah so i found out he lives he lives uh i'm not gonna name the city but he lives in another city pretty fucking close by yeah, yeah. and i found out he loves fucking uh chicken wings okay so i ordered him <laughs> and his kids a whole fucking shit ton of chicken wings and then hey. i just had it sent timing for by the time they got back to their house you know what um 
Uh, that's one thing that my realtor didn't do. You know how sometimes like realtors give you like a like a welcoming gift or yeah. something like that. That motherfucker offered me a lot more. He didn't give me shit, bro. <laughs> he did not give me shit. Uh, even for my boys, that man. Like crazy. I gotta like it's 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 a fun experience. Like then you because like if it's my boy, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to that house and I'm gonna chill there with that friend. Yeah. When obviously COVID allows yeah, us yeah, to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. No, that motherfucker said like, oh yeah, no, don't worry. You know, I'm gonna come in here. You know, hang out with you in the pool, whatever. Never saw that nigga again. <laughs> but I love it though. Think uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jamie. Jamie, yes, Jamie. I love you, Jamie. You know, you treated me well. You know. I'm waiting for my fucking lawnmower, though. <laughs> Mine is shit, still. Jamie, bring it back, man. <laughs> bring my fucking lawnmower. It's been four years. Bring my fucking lawnmower, bro. <laughs> Anyways, brother, shout out your socials in there. So the people that want some business, people that are looking for a house, people that have just general questions. How can we get a hold of you, bro? All right. You can hit me up on Instagram. My first and last name. My first name is actually Mikhail. So all my real estate stuff will say Mikhail. Everybody knows me as Mickey from like uh, my working in retail days. So my social media is at mickey malik we're gonna have a huge ramp up this year on social media because i've been i've been holding back and i've been focusing on my work but i need to have that presence on there so keep in mind for that coming up soon and you know these are the times for this you know i can't nobody send no letters anymore it's a lot of dm you know yeah this is this is the way to get at it but uh anyway uh this was how far is too far very interesting subject today something that we needed something that you know there's not really a book in it um but you know luckily we got people like you thank yeah. you mickey no problem and uh follow us on instagram snapchat spotify apple podcast how far is too far and youtube you already know until next time let's go <laughs>